Hello, I'm Phil Little, host of the Private Investor Gator Experience podcast. And along with my co-host, Wade Little, we talk about the life and cases of a, of a PI each uh, post. But this post is my weekly update, looking at international issues that can affect us in our own communities in the U.S. or other countries. In my last post, I looked at the events in southern Israel and uh, Hamas and the dangers that it poses for us in America. You know, we humans have a, a lot of the same traits, even though we all have our own DNA, which makes us different. One of those traits is to become complacent and find a false sense and feeling of calm, that, and that everything around us is okay. We don't have to worry. Another trait is we don't learn from other people's mistakes. And in this present terrorist threat from the Israel-Hamas war, we could find ourselves with the same kind of surprise that Israel had. Their guard was let down. They felt the climate in the Middle East was changing for the better, and there's a lot of other issues that we don't have time to go into on that particular subject. That would be a, a long post of its own. But what is our similar situation? Well, our sub-border. Well, why would someone dare attack us? Remember 9-11? Well, why would someone want to harm us in 2023? I will give you some insight, just an overview, because each one of these topics could take hours, uh, a whole three-day seminar to talk about. Number one, Israel's archenemy, Iran, and they put the U.S. as the number one Satan and Israel's the number two Satan. And if they were able to conquer the Middle East, then they would be in a position to come after us and set up that world Islamic or Muslim caliphate and rule the world, which is what their ultimate goal of the radical Shiite Muslim groups are. Iran settles, though, at this point for using Hamas and Hezbollah to do the fighting for them to keep the target off their back. Number two, there's ample fact in intelligence circles to know that Iran was involved in the planning and training for this attack. Over 500 fighters were trained just weeks before in Iran, and there's much more data on that information. Sometimes politically, the things don't get really told like they are, at least in the U.S. And number three, over the last uh, 40 plus years, Islamic terrorists have been building their resources and bases in Mexico. They, they've mingled in with a large Shiite Muslim population in Baja, California. Well, how do I know that? Well, there's a lot of fact out on that and published, but I have some personal knowledge of that. In the early 80s, a captain friend at LAPD told me about the Latina Police Officers Association and the work they were doing down in Mexico helping police officers who had been injured with medical care and the families of slain police officers. He invited me to go down. Well, I did, and that was my introduction to over the next 40 years plus of being involved in Mexico in not only Tijuana Baja, but all across Mexico. It was early in that time that I met Edgar Fritz, who was in Tijuana at the police department sent in by the federal government of Mexico to clean up, and they eliminated about 50% of the force at that time, and that's happened a few other times too. As time went on, Edgar became a close friend, like a family member, 
and became my director of West Coast Detectives International Operations in Mexico and down across Latin America. We had our first office in Tijuana and then in other parts of Mexico. Edgar was uniquely connected across government and police and military, had an interesting background. He introduced me into his circles, and over the years, our research and reach was in all of these areas as we handled a lot of sensitive problems in Mexico. It was in the 80s, late 80s, when we were at a conference speaking to about 250 federal, state, and local police in Guadalajara, that Fritch shared intelligence and background on the building of Hezbollah, along with other Islamic terror groups in uh, the Baja region. We will focus on Hezbollah, which is the biggest. It was at this conference that Fritz uh, coined the phrase narco-terrorism, which is well known today in law enforcement circles. And uh, just as Fritz was, he always gave me a lot of credit. He said I was the heffy, but he was really the general. And he actually was telling people I coined that phrase, but it was really him. He was a great man. He just passed away a couple of years ago, and he's greatly missed. We could spend hours on this subject. So I will try in a few minutes to give you an overview so we can understand the threat. Our biggest vulnerability is our open borders. Just think what happened in Israel. They had a strong and walled border there at places, and a police force along the border, but unfortunately, they weren't prepared, and they got caught off guard. So what do you think would happen with our open borders when we welcome in now with the current administration, anybody that wants to come in, and there's been some 160 or so people on the terrorist watch list that have, have been stopped. Well, our uh, rule of thumb was always that if you caught one, usually five at least got through. So there's a lot of homegrown sweeper terrorists that are in place in the United States. Hezbollah had, had been developing a footprint in Mexico for a long time, and they uniquely approach this. They're assimilated into the local population, different than what they've, a lot of them have done in the United States with those strong uh, Muslim communities and areas that want to have sh- Sharia law and do their own uh, enforcement. And they also learn Spanish, uh, Mexican customs, and they um, uh, set up uh, contacts with various, not only one, but Mexican cartels, and they use uh, those corridors to smuggle people into the United States to raise money and to recruit members to their cause. With rising tensions between the U.S. and Iran, and Iran has stated that it currently has the ability to reach out and target the U.S. on U.S. soil. Well, since it's unlikely that Iran will send troops to the U.S., they lack the capacity to strike U.S. with an intercontinental ballistic missile. But with Hezbollah, their well-trained, well-funded and organized subsidiary group in Mexico, Iran could use Hezbollah to strike targets within the United States, as they do with Hamas in Gaza. There's a growing security threat to the United States because Hezbollah has established a deep footprint in Mexico and have been successful in using Mexico as a safe haven and as a transit area to smuggle both weapons and terrorist operatives into the United States. There are several reasons why Hezbollah staging in Mexico is a direct 
threat to the United States. First, Iran is Hezbollah's number one state sponsor. They really control and dictate to them uh, what they do. And Iran is known to use Hezbollah as a proxy enemy to strike targets of interest for Iran. Second, Hezbollah's anti-Israel's gold makes the United States and its interest a legitimate target. In Hezbollah's opinion, since the United States is a supporter of the state of Israel. Third, Hezbollah's relationship with the drug cartels present a threat to the United States, but because the drug cartels are a force multiplier for Hezbollah in expediting people and weapons and explosives across the border. And the cartels actually have facilitated the acquisition of weapons and explosive materials for money, getting paid. Both Hezbollah and the drug cartels are getting what they want. These smuggling operations have placed uh, Hezbollah terrorists and the resources they need to carry out attacks within the United States, where they set up not only loan operators, but cells, in, particularly in the Muslim-controlled uh, areas, such as Minneapolis and other places where there's a strong mosque facilities that they use to cover a lot of their radical trading. Hezbollah is a Shia militant group, and it also is considered a Muslim political entity. You know, there's two groups within Muslim, the Sunni, which is less violent, and then the Shia, which is what the leaders of Iran are. And Hezbollah is a Shiite Muslim terrorist group with a political arm. And they've been designated as a terrorist group by the United States and many other countries. The events that led to the creation and development of Hezbollah stems from the creation of the State of Israel in 1948, when thousands of Palestinians were pushed into the neighboring countries of Lebanon and Jordan. Now, we could go in to that land and that it was rightfully given by God through the Abraham Covenant to Israel, but that's a whole other study, but the facts are there. If, if you want to research them out, um, and the name Palestine was given to them from the second century when one of the leaders of Rome wanted to finish the Jews, Israel, so he renamed Israel Palestine. So when you think about Palestine, that is really Israel. Hezbollah has been able to establish itself with the help of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, or IRGC. That's Iran's elite military unit, and they fund hundreds of millions of dollars a year into Hezbollah with weapons training and financial support. The IRGC's special operation unit is the one that uh, is directly involved with uh, Hezbollah carrying out the orders of the Mullahs in Iran. Now, Hezbollah's main headquarters is in Lebanon. They took over that country in the 80s, 90s, and then when Israel pulled out of southern Lebanon in 2000, and that left this that territory to them, and they've continued to shell Israel during that time with some major uprisings along since that time. Hezbollah's main goal is the eradication of Israel, their presence on earth and all Jews. They use guerrilla attacks, suicide bombings, kidnappings, and assassinations. And they've been doing that all out since 1982, based from Lebanon. 
Hezbollah has participated in numerous attacks around uh, the world. The 1983 bombings of the U.S. Embassy and the Malda National uh, Force Barracks in Beirut. Hezbollah is also responsible for the 1985 hijacking of TWA Flight 847, during which a U.S. Navy diver was killed. And the 1996 Kobar Towers bombing in Saudi Arabia that killed 19 American servicemen. And this was the event in Saudi Arabia that caused Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabia to rise up with an iron fist to stamp out the terrorists within their own country as they realized that they were also a target. Now, in the 80s, the group Hezbollah and other Islamic terrorist groups have done this also. They started blending into the Shia Muslim community in Mexico. And what they did, though, they assimilated. And they uh, not only uh, cut their hair, their beards, they started learning Spanish. They learned the customs and traits. They got Mexican ID cards. And being a similar skin color, they were hard to pick out from the Spanish people coming illegally into the United States. So a lot of them were able to slip through. Furthering Hezbollah's success as an international terrorist group is efforts and success in what they established with the cartels that we talked about. And this has helped them move their agenda forward in the U.S. And we've got to remember this about the terrorists. We lose patience and sight of things and forget about them if everything is calm. We're all doing that time. They are building, preparing quietly behind the scenes and getting ready to act just like they did in southern Israel on October the 8th. Historically, Hezbollah has shown it is willing to target Americans around uh, the world and is willing to strike uh, targets in the United States. Prior to the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks, Hezbollah was responsible for the deaths of more Americans around the world than any other terrorist organization. Yes, my friends, they are a real threat to us in November 2023 with what's going on in the Middle East. Uh, they are in place, ready to attack when told to. And with the Israelis moving to wipe out Hamas in Gaza, and Iran's got their hands tied. They can't get involved. They can talk and bluster uh, uh, and try to create all kinds of obstacles, but they can't get involved because they would get the target on the back and the world would be coming at them. So they're using Hezbollah in the north, and uh, all they could do is have that uh, big talk right now. But they then could possibly be moved to open up attacks on the U.S. just to show that they could do it and to try to disrupt and create chaos within America, which they would hope would force the U.S. government to withdraw their presence from the Middle East. From my experience with the government here, my guess is that we are really totally unprepared for a Hamas attack uh, type on America. Our government must be truthful, folks. It's not good at pre a prevention of like the private sector is. And I've been in both sides. And prevent, prevent, prevent is a word we use in the private sector to try to head it off. But the government has a tendency to circle their wagons and think about enforcement, even though 
the FBI director in the last few days has warned about this possible threat and for people to have vigilance. But the current administration is more concerned about open borders for their political agenda. Yes, we face a major threat. And we could go on and on about this, but I'm really out of time on this one. And my hope and desire is that this just encourages you to become informed. Uh, find out what's going on in your community. Look at what the prospects are. And then, one by one, if we would join together, we could become thousands and millions with a voice of reason that not turn our country around towards one political party or the other, because that's not the answer. A new administration is not the answer. We, the people, are the answer to make sure that we elect people who are freedom-loving, constitutional, acting, supporting in everything, and making sure that Americans are kept free and safe. You know, if you benefit from a post like this, please share it, subscribe, hit your, that like button and let your friends know about it. And you can leave any comments you like on any of the podcast platforms or YouTube, or you can contact me at plittle, P-I-777 at gmail.com. Until next time, be safe. May God bless you, bless your family, and may God bless America.